Good evening, fellow listeners. Welcome to Positively Entertaining Conversations, the place to go for things you don't know, but maybe you should. Our discussions are real. The laughter is for healing. Join us on a life journey, complete with thrills and chills and occasionally spills. Now let's get ready for the show. The soda is cold. The popcorn is hot. Relax and learn from our podcast host. He is the mister who is a sister, the bearded charmer himself, the one and the only Guru Brando. And his co-host, he is a brother from another mother. He is the crafteteer. But you can call me Regular Joe. Welcome to the show. Ah, oh, shit. Look at glass in the car. Bear back. Wow. We can't do anything without those, Joe. Uh-uh. I can't see. I know. I love Joe. He's my heart. My main man, Joe. Regular Joe. Let's see what he knows today. Okay, the past few days, well, really what, like the past week now almost, I have not really been in touch with a lot of friends. I've been busy working on something, this secret something, right? But it's been very nice. My phone hasn't been blown up. Oh my gosh. Such a jerkwad, whatever. Okay, so this whole thing that I've been working on um, is relevant to my family. So, here's the deal. You know, my mom was adopted, right? I, I've talked about my mom being adopted. I know that, briefly, you probably don't remember. But, my mom was adopted, and she was adopted from this place called the Willows. And it was a sanitarium for unwed mothers in Kansas City. And they're, um, they had some issues, like, people would come from everywhere to have their babies. Like, these were young moms or you know single moms whatever that place sounds familiar yeah okay so they would come from everywhere and have their babies and then go back home without their babies and the babies would be adopted out well this place was somewhat sketchy or something like that and anyway they ended up shutting down well the records that remained there were burned they were destroyed now any record of my mom's birth that was there um was gone and the records for adoption were sealed because it was the Missouri side, which they just opened. Um, my mom died before they opened the, the records. Now, in order to get them, we have to have been told who the family was by our parent who's deceased. Because I got called and I was like, you know, we want to get these records. My mom's dead now. And they're like, oh, well, that's unfortunate because you have to get... Um, you have to prove that the biological parents are deceased in order for us to open the records. And I was like, I can't do that. I don't know who those people are. Um, well, they're going on the assumption that mom found her family before she died, and that's why she wants records unsealed. Long story short, I did a DNA test, and I found family. And I've been searching for a long time. This is two years, actually, that... I did the DNA. So two years ago, I did the DNA, put it on Ancestry.com, and kind of forgot about it for a while. And then I got a message 
um, a few days ago that said, hey, I'm a relative. So I was like, I'll log in and see this. Turns out that was a relative that I knew on my dad's side. Um, well, didn't know, but knew of. Um, but it made me look back at the ancestry thing. Well, when I first put it in two years ago, it had a certain amount of people that connected, but not everybody had gotten their stuff done. So over the past two years, family had gotten it done, and I found one person, one link, that led to a whole bunch of other ones. And we since talked, and we talked for a couple hours. We plan on meeting, but the remarkable thing is they look so much alike. Oh, really? Um, my, cool. it, it was who who's living right now is my mother's sister well would be half sister we think we don't think that they have the same fathers um but we're not sure yet we're just looking into it but so we have a sister and a brother actually two sisters i think and a brother that are living in i met uh or talked to the cousin my cousin so it was super cool shared pictures so many resemblances but what I found interesting was that a lot of the same natural behaviors are there. The tendency to garden, like they really enjoy the outdoors and enjoy gardening, and my mom did too. Um, stuff like pet, they have this in this love for uh, rescuing pets, you know. Awesome. So they have like, yeah, this family just seems so cool. and. For the past couple of days, I've been in a daze going, I have family because with my mom um, dying, there wasn't anybody left. And so now I have somebody and it feels super cool and I can't wait to meet him. So that's going to be another journey that we're on too. <laughs> so <laughs> during, during everything else on the podcast, I've met this family or talked to this family and hopefully we'll meet them and be sharing more of that story. So where are they located at? Um, Missouri, Arkansas, so, you know, close. You're right. Um, not like, you know, the other side of the world, at least not right now. That's a nice family trip. Yeah, and you know, they actually describe themselves as hillbillies. And I'm like, I'm great with that. That right. explains so much about me, right. <laughs> you know. Um, so that's kind of cool. But anyway, all right, so what do you know? What news do you have? You, you know, I was doing that DNA test. Oh, yeah. And Did actually, you do that? Huh? Did you do the DNA? No, I was thinking about it. Because I was just kind of curious, do I have any relatives over in Germany? You know, that would be really interesting to know. Yeah, you look like a little German stout. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but it'd be interesting to know, like, damn, I do have relatives over there. I do have cousins over there. You know, and they're part of, you know, the Hess family tree, or it's part of my great-great-grandfather that came over from Germany and was, you know... You know that would be really cool. You should you should um, do yours and yeah. do it on ancestry.com. That's where I have mine, and uh, it would be cool if somewhere down the Viking Road we uh, <laughs> we were again. Um, I come from England and and Scotland, and it's Scotland on Dad's side and England on Mom's. Now I'm finding out that there's German on mom's side and a few other things, but it's really, really cool, and I think that you should do it. I recommend it. it yeah. Can you imagine how how big your family would be for Emily? You know, oh, yeah. if you found that's where I am with it. It's like, wow, I found all these relatives, and these people could actually be family to my kids now. 
Like, you know, did you grow up with cousins and stuff? A couple of them, yes. Okay, so you knew a couple of cousins, and did you have aunts and uncles you knew? Yes. Okay, my kids, they only have, you know, one. One of each, you know, and it's... They haven't grown up around anybody because they've moved all over the country their whole lives. Yeah. You know, and now this is an opportunity, especially since the, the relatives are close, you know, that my kids could actually have some exposure, and it's super cool. So tell me about cousins you remember. Uh, well, there's a couple of them that <clears throat> used to live around Highland, you know, and I always did talk to them and stuff, and one of them's still here. But then the rest of them are kind of way up north. You know, they're all spread out up, up north. And only time we really see them is that if we have a death in the family and we all meet at the family. Oh, home. yeah. Are yeah. any of them as bearded beauty as you? I don't think so. It's, no. been, it's been years and years and years since we've seen them last. Do you ever look at your family's Facebook pages? Like, if you haven't talked for a while, do you ever go through and look at their pages? Sometimes. Do you ever look at my page, Joe? Yeah. You better. I do. You know, I have a couple of pages, and my other page got shut down, but I think it's still active. I don't know. what I never go on it. Um, I uh, looked at a few pictures that were posted on Facebook of the family, and from what I could tell, there is an aunt that is very much like me. They describe her as a hippie. <laughs> So I was like, yay. There you go. Not, okay, she's perfect. I know. Not sure if any of them smoke pot, but I did find out that this aunt that I was talking about um, is holistic. So she does uh, like Reiki and yoga, all kinds of holistic type stuff. So I'm totally into that and found out that there's another trans man in the family. Really? Yes. That's what the cool part was. That is cool. And I don't remember exactly because she told me on the phone, but it was somewhere on um, my dad's side. No, I could be lying. I don't know. I don't remember. I can't even pretend. But uh, the person's my age. Oh, really? Huh. So my age, it would have been of my generation, you know, so then you look at the parents and go, hmm, that's kind of cool, I think. Yep, it is cool. That could be something to explore, you know, a genetic link that we didn't have exposure to. So that brings up nurture versus nature. You know, because some people firmly believe, like with serial killers, that it's you're born a serial killer. Some people believe that that's just true. You're just born messed up. Right. Some people believe that it's nature or nurture, you know, how you're raised. I, I believe it's a combo of both a lot of the time. It might be in you, but it's not active. It's not activated until you're exposed to it. Right. You know what I'm saying? Everybody has the potential to be evil, but until we're shown that it's okay, we don't typically act it out. Right. And you're talking about, you know, talking about the interest, ancestry stuff. I'll have to bring you the book sometime so you can look at it. But a long, long time ago, there was a lady in Marine that we knew, and that's where my, most of my cousins were from. And she did this. She did this at one time, as putting books together about the family trees and stuff. Oh, cool! And she did one on my family, the Hess family. You know, and it's it's pretty interesting because she's even got stuff in there of the 
you know, of all, most, some of my relatives that were from Germany, you know, that do live over there, you know, she's got a picture of the ship that my great-great-grandfather came over on. That's really cool. Oh, yeah. It's, yeah, and it goes down from generation to generation to generation. And so would you agree, though, that knowing your origin story was something that you were proud of and that you sort of looked toward? Yep. You can understand why it must be difficult for people that are adopted if they don't ever know anything. No, that'd drive me nuts. I mean, I could feel for them. I mean, cause yeah. everybody, you know, it's like you and everybody else, you know, it goes out there and goes searching, you know, some, some people, um, some people just ain't that lucky, you know, they, they strike out or they just can't find that one missing link. Yeah. It's always that one. There's just one thing that separate, separated me from knowing, you know, in that one thing finally populated and, um, it was sort of an amazing feeling and it just it changed everything for me and i can't even really describe how it changed it i just feel it right it hasn't really sat in yet i think so i think it's like what does this mean are we really going to do anything are we really going to meet you know i plan on it right but then i revisit those silly notions of if I do this, who's going to hurt me? If I let people in, you know, we talk about it all the time, Joe, the circle of trust. Yep. You know, now I'm fully public. I really, I don't think there's anything I don't talk about. Any sins that I, you know, committed beforehand, I have repented for. And, you know, I'm like, okay, this is who I am. So I don't know that there's any shame so much but i just i don't know i just take a deep breath and do it you know yeah i i just you, you know if you don't do it then you're going to regret not doing it i'm you know? i find i'm really really excited at the possibility i'm just nervous at are they going to abandon me too you know it always just always have positive thoughts i know oh my gosh <laughs> you sound like some annoying short guy i know <laughs> Positive thoughts. Yeah, positive thoughts do bring positive actions, right? Right. I had you know, We're all in the same boat. You know, once we reach that fork, you know, we both go our different ways, but we still enjoy our journey together. And, you know, I have faith. I always have faith that, that it's going to turn out right. I wish it had turned out before Mom died, but with her birthday, you know, at least I have that to say, hey, you know, I did this, and we can celebrate her birthday in uh, a different way now that might have been your you know your mom's birthday tomorrow and she might have been up there saying you know what? yeah here here's the info right and you know i would love to believe that and so i'll say that that is what i believe i'm just going to choose to believe that and that brings me to another point what do you choose to believe that you know is not the norm Like, you know other people make fun of you for it. For some people, it's they believe in aliens, and they get made fun of. Do you believe in aliens? Kind of. I believe, yeah, paranormal stuff, I do. I believe that we actually came, I mean, that we, we came from Mars, like we were planted here on this Earth from some sort of Martian-type, yeah. you know, amoeba mold, whatever the hell, some sort of life. Um, when, you know, we were struck and then here, perfect thing, we grew. But then it gets a little sketchy because I also think that 
um, we had another um, being visit and um, procreate with early man and here we have our humanoid species now that's what I believe I believe that we are just a very immature version of them that we right. will evolve to be in space and will evolve beyond that. I kind of believe that people do come back, you know, as ghosts or whatever, paranormal stuff. Yeah, energy. We're yeah. all energy. Because I know it was when my dad passed away and I was down the farm in the shed one day. It was actually at nighttime, sitting there working on something or doing something. And I had my back looking at a shelf and it was behind me. And all of a sudden, I seen this bright light, and it and it was just like a blue grayish haze mm -hmm. that went right behind me. I mean, it was so bright and clear. I have no clue what it was, but I have a feeling of my dad watching down on us down there. We'll see, and you know, that's what I'm getting at. If you believe that, that makes it true. Yep. You know, so it doesn't matter what I say or what Kristen says or what, you know, anybody else says. Yep. That's true for you. So if you tell that story to Emily and Olivia and you say, this is my truth, this is what happened, they then can go on and continue that story, right? Right. And then they will believe that something exists beyond death. Right. Right? And that's a good comfort. Now, that is also the same reason why people practice religion, for comfort, right? Yep. So people who practice religion find comfort and solace in those stories that have been passed down from the Bible. And, you know, it, some, it, for some cultures it brings comfort, and for some others it brings fear. So do you fear the paranormal? No. Do you think that demons exist? I yeah, I do. But why do you shrug like that and and show signs of shame? Are you ashamed to say that? No, I'm just trying to sit here and think. And, and sit here. And, okay, so do you no. think that other people would view that as one of those? Oh, he's out of touch or he's crazy? No, because. We all have our beliefs. I mean, there's there's probably a heaven and there's also a devil. You know, yeah, I know I, I ain't going to hell, but I'm gonna go dance. I'm gonna go downstairs and dance <laughs> with the devil. This door's gonna be open for me. You know, I believe that we continue to live, continue to live. When we die, we just live again. Um, Somewhere, somehow. yeah, exactly. I believe that we live again. So I don't think that there's that waypoint where we're going to hell or we're going to heaven. I think that. If we have chosen a path that's full of farts, then we're going to start at the fart line instead of the start line. <laughs> you know, we're going to come back and we're going to have to learn those lessons. And then when we learn those lessons, we ascend on to the next life. And we continue until we have reached the top. And that's what I believe. So if, however many farts I leave here, that's going to be my fart line, yep. you know, whenever, whenever I start again. And uh, so I'm trying to do the best I can, and it's not always easy. Is it for you? No, it's not easy. I struggle with sarcasm. That we all do. And, you know, it's that negativity that creeps in and makes you say, like, whatever. Right. <laughs> you know, I'm serious. Whatever. Yeah, That's whatever. Fine. Whatever. Yeah. 
that's a that's a challenge but i'm so um elated elated is a good word i'm elated to have this new adventure and you are starting a new adventure too for me for us we 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 monsieur <laughs> you have started a facebook group page correct for positively entertaining conversations right yes okay how cool is it right now on look one to one to five how cool is it right now ten oh come on now if you set the bar too high where the hell are you gonna go i'm gonna take it beyond what you can <laughs> so <laughs> we're like woody and buzz right now right i'm like a cowboy and you're an astronaut oh my god it's true you are you're an astronaut with your rockets and i'm a total cowboy from texas <laughs> or buzz and woody <laughs> Oh, shit. Now we got another nickname. Oh, damn. <laughs> How did we not see that? I don't know. Wow. Alex decided that we needed to have season three with a title. And she looked at me and she said, season three farts in space. That's, that's going to be interesting. And, and I was like, why did you say that? She goes, because y'all are farts. And what she means by that is, you know, I'm always using the example of fart. Whenever we go through trouble in life and we leave that behind for our kids, it's like leaving them a stinky fart in a bag. Right. And I use that all the time. And so that's why she said we're farts. She did not say old, which I was so proud of her. I was like, <laughs> what? I said, well, Joe's an old fart. I'm just a fart. And um, so she said that we need to do that. And uh, now I discover we're Woody and Buzz. Wow. Oh, That's pretty amazing that we have so many similarities. That's why I'm like, we got to be family somewhere. <laughs> we're just sparks in space. We are. Maybe it's um, lessons that we've learned along the way that have made us who we are that are so similar. That's you know, probably a good reason. Because uh, what doesn't kill you makes you stronger. Yep. I want a funny story about Kristen now. Funny story about Kristen. Yeah, not too embarrassing, but funny enough. Honestly, I don't know no funny stories, but... Okay, so what's the most embarrassing thing that she's ever done? In your eyes. I have no clue. Okay, I gave the example um, to Robert and Quentin on the podcast that my sister one time took red lipstick and put a smiley face on my butt and made me turn around and walk backwards into the living room to where my mother and father and church friends were sitting. <laughs> so, because my sister was a horrible, horrible person when she was young. And... Um, did you ever do anything like that to Kristen? No, I just... Only that I can remember slamming doors in her face because she wouldn't let me alone. <laughs> yeah, okay. So she was an annoying little sister? At times she was. She always wanted to be around me. I don't know why. I don't you're, know either. You're hard to be around sometimes. Amen. So what do you think it was? Do you think that she just wanted attention? Yeah, or she... You know, well, we kind of... You know, lived outside city limits and stuff, you know. And, Same with me. You know, we didn't didn't live in town, you know, with, our, with all our other friends. And, you know, we just basically had to make our own time and do things together. And 
But then when you want your own time, you know, and she was always back there nagging at you. And, <laughs> and I'd go in my room for peace and quiet, and she'd be right behind me, so I grabbed the door and slammed her right, you know. Do you regret doing stuff like that? Nah. No, because it's just part of life. You yeah. got you got to learn to swim, right? Yeah. Do you feel like you taught her how to be resilient by being a jerk of a big brother? Yeah, a little bit. I think that um, my brother taught me resilience. So did my sister. My sister taught me how to take a punch. That was my sister's job. She used to... Have you ever been punched and it gave you like a Charlie horse, a frog? Right. You know, that's what you call it whenever somebody frogs you. Yep. She has these bony little knuckles, and as soon as she would hit you, it would just instantly knot up, <laughs> and it was just awful. And so for me, every time I think of my sister, when someone mentions sister, I think of my arm. I think of getting punched. Is she going to have memories like that? Oh, I'm, I'm sure she would. It's the meanest thing you did. I'll ask her. Uh, you yeah. got to come up with something. Yeah, you ask her. Let her, let her stir the pot. I want to hear something from you. What do you think the meanest thing is? What's well, the meanest thing you've done to anybody besides me on April Fools? That has probably been the only one I can remember for a long time. <laughs> you, so you chose me to let your um, well, asshole yeah, you behavior reeled, out. You kept on reeling it on in, and I was like, man, you're just gonna sink your own shit, buddy. Wow. Man, this soda's good, Joe. You're welcome. Oh. You know, I forgot the other thing, too. You have another thing? Yeah. I showed you on your messenger the, the cards. Oh, yeah. Well, way to go. Yeah, they're right oh, home wow. on the table. Well, you'll bring them next time. Yeah. Actually, I might see you before then because I may come invade your space. Uh-oh. Oh, yeah. I'm thinking about that whole uh, get Joe a GoPro. Oh, Lordy. That would make our lives easier. Well, now we got, now since we have the Facebook page, we can do Joe on the GoPro. And we also, we can go live. Yes, it'll be called Joe on the Go. Right. Ha. Ha. Yeah. I'm not trademarking that. And Brando needs to do it, too. Oh, Brando will be there. Don't you worry. <laughs> Don't you worry. I'll just pop in. Um, Quentin has one of those ghillie suits where he can just hide in the bushes. And so every single Halloween, he takes great pleasure in putting it on and hiding and scaring kids. Yeah. That's what I'll do. I'll That's just... what I did out when we first moved into 13th Street on Halloween. I was all in black and we had big bushes and stuff and kids came up. <laughs> More than parents hated me. Yeah, this is why we get along. I used to climb on the roof of my mom's house and hide behind the chimney. And then when the kids would come up, I would jump down and scare them. Because um, she had a little courtyard, so they'd have to walk into this courtyard around this brick wall. And I would jump down and... Bah! And, uh, yeah, it scared the crap out of them. And one kid peed himself. That was the year I quit doing it. Yeah. When I actually made a kid pee himself, I couldn't believe I did it. I was horrified. And I think the worst, I'm sitting here thinking about this, I think the worst thing that I ever did was we always had these Mormons that always come to your doors. Yeah. Mormons or Jehovah Witnesses? Which ones? Yeah, that's it. Either or. Jehovah Witnesses? Jehovah Witnesses always come to your door. And this went on like for three or four days. You know, they come knock on my door, you know, give them their speech and tell them, 
move on. You know, I said, we're not interested. They did this like for three or four days straight. So the fifth day, I peek out my window, it's the same people. So, okay. So I went around the back of the house. You know, they're all dressed up in their nice suits and dresses yeah. and all that stuff. So I went around the back of the house. I had what they had on my fire, I had on the hose, what they call a fireman's hose. I know what you're talking about, the little brass fitting on the end? Yeah. Yeah. So I turned up all that water pressure, I snuck behind that corner, and I just gave him a nice little bath. Oh my God, Joe. What'd they say? What oh, happened? they were mad. They yeah. were... Yeah, Pissed. They, oh yeah, they were kind of wet. I mean, they were <laughs> soaking wet, but yeah. Did you it follow make their trail? You could follow their wet trail down the road. Did it make you feel better? Oh hell yeah! That you know what? They never came back. Well, I I can imagine that probably now they still don't visit there, even <laughs> though you don't live there. Uh, you know, it's funny that you brought that up. I enjoy when um, Jehovah Witnesses or Mormons or other people come to the house. I enjoy it because it gives me some perspective on what the current beliefs are. You know, and um, I'm actually friends with several mormons and uh oh i'm in trouble on this podcast no 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 <laughs> not at all because no you didn't say anything wrong or bad what you said was exactly how a lot of people feel joe it wouldn't it's not just you i promise no one likes to be repeatedly bothered which is kind of where i was going with this if it had been um like <laughs> emily's friend Okay, so if Emily had a friend that repeatedly came over at mealtime, that was something that I used to get super annoyed about is when the kids' friends would come over as soon as we would sit down for supper and then there'd be a knock at the door. Same time every single night. I wanted to put a buzzer, an electric buzzer, and just activate it at dinner time, and Beth said no, I couldn't do that. No. So that's equivalent to your whole thing. If you're bugged <clears throat> repeatedly, I know that you don't hold judgment against those people. You just don't want to be bothered by something repeatedly after you say no thank you. Right. Doesn't mean you're an asshole. It just means that they kept crossing your boundaries. Yep. Is that the worst of Joe? Is that your bad behavior? Well, besides mailbox smashing and goofy stuff, but yeah. I was much meaner than you, and I didn't realize that. Oh, I'm, I have no, my main streaks. I, and I don't mean that. I mean, I was cruel. Oh. I was, I was deep I mean, I down. kind of felt bad after that because, I mean, they, they were pretty wet when they left. I mean. And, and see, I, I was a much crueler person. I was in a really dark place. And I don't know that I realized how far I was until I hear things from people like you that I know have struggled, like I've struggled, you know, with alcoholism or, or any addiction or whatever. I know you've struggled. And um, and so whenever I hear that, God, I was a terrible person, you know, it makes me feel better to know that you weren't. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because that, that means you can be an example to me, you see? Right. It means that I have formed a relationship that is not going to get me stuck. Right. So that makes me feel good that you weren't quite as evil as me. Yeah, I kind of felt bad, but hey, at least you learned your lesson. Told you, <laughs> I told you to leave me alone. <laughs> and the bad thing about it is, we always, you know, they couldn't go nowhere because it's kind of like a metal porch. Oh. Banister around it. 
Oh my gosh. Yeah, yeah. so they couldn't go nowhere. And I mean, I was just like right here spraying them. You're standing right there. So were you um, just mean to people or, or to animals too? No, I was just uh, people. Well, if there's a stray cat that repeatedly comes to the house, would you shoo them off or would you bring them in and feed them? Um, Come on, be honest. Well, it'd be like the one we used to have at 13th Street. You know, I always shoot him or shoo him off. You know, then actually, because he always kept coming back and peeing in the same spot every time. Killed their trees, killed their flowers. Well, yeah, we have that problem. It's cats at the brewery. You know, and I kind of kept shooting him off. Well, and he didn't. <clears throat> he wouldn't learn, so I didn't kill the cat. I just kind of stung him in the butt to get him out of there. There is no shame in that. You know. But yeah. Yeah, because here, if we call the city, they tell you to call the police department. The police department said, we no longer have anyone who can trap the animals. You're going to have to do it yourself. Yeah, or that or you have to call Edwardsville. No, that's who I called, and that's what Edwardsville said. Oh, they said, yeah, they said we. Edwardsville don't do it yeah, either? They don't do it here. So they said you have to hire somebody independently or do it yourself. <laughs> Yeah, so I was wow. like, because we had a groundhog out here that we needed trapped. And then I've also called about the stray cats because they're everywhere, everywhere because of the brewery. But I don't have rats, so I'm sort of just undecided about that. And, you know, I wasn't going to say anything, but I did notice your Batman shirt. Yeah. Yeah. You want to <laughs> tell me why you wore Batman shirt, Joe? I like Batman. You are so full of shit. <laughs> you wore that because you know I hate bat. And well, I, that was part of it too. But, <laughs> but look, it's funny because I wore my my Scooby Doo shirt, and we were talking about the paranormal stuff. I got the same stuff. shirt. That's so weird. And I used to have that shirt too, but back in all the, right, we gotta stop this. Crap. I know. What if you show up one day and we're wearing the same thing? I'm going home changing. You would. I would. You're such a diva. Yeah. You just gotta be so different all the time. That's right. So we were talking about the paranormal stuff. I'm regular Joe. <laughs> what else has happened to regular Joe in the paranormal realm? Nothing really. That was about the only one that... And, well, there used to be an old farmhouse down there. And um, this goes back when, back in my racing days, probably back in the late, late 90s. And it was me, uh, my best friend Tim, and my dad. And we just got done pulling the race car in the shed dropped the trailer and parked, pulled it out. Well, then we were kind of facing that house. All the windows were closed, all the doors were closed, and there was no drafts. So uh, we're sitting there talking. All of a sudden, you see the upstairs blinds go like this, and they go like this. Wow. Then you sit there for a little bit, and all of a sudden, it, it maybe like two or three minutes, just enough to, like, to get downstairs and get into the other room. Mm -hmm. But they were down on the first floor. The first window goes like this, the other one goes like that. Yeah. I've had a lot of things happen um, paranormal in my life, but I'm a paranormal type person. I mean, I kind of manifest it because I'm into that. You know, we're pagan, we're into rituals, things like that, spellcraft. You and Emily get along so well. <laughs> yeah, so we are, you know, and, and that's part of it, but... I'm smiling right now because you just talked about something that you haven't talked about before, which are your racing days and your buddy. Right. 
So, do you want to tell listeners, um, for those of them who don't know you either, what that's about, your racing days? Um, just met a good friend that I knew for 13 years, and he was in big racing, big in racing, dirt racing. And we became friends, and we built, let's see, two or three race cars together. Uh, used to race in Highland, Brownstown, and Greenville. That's so cool. And he got desperately ill, and he passed away of lymphoma cancer. That was tough for you, Joe. Oh, that was devastating. It's still hard sometimes. Oh, yeah. What do you do to honor him as opposed to think of him as gone? I just probably just sit there and think about him every day and, you know, where would we, what would we be doing today, you know? And I know what we'd be doing today. We'd probably be still building trucks, cars, and racing and, you know. And naming him after the podcast. There you go. We'd be, we'd have him on here because we would, we would all meet, I think, I would have gotten along with your buddy. Oh yeah, and um, yeah, you, yeah, we could have put your name on the race car. Free, yeah, see? free sponsorship. Right. Good grief. Yeah. But you know, um, whenever I asked you that, how do you honor him? You didn't really used to, and now, after we've talked a little bit, you realize that the best way to honor him is to share his memory. Right. And so hiding those feelings away was keeping him to yourself. You were being selfish, you know, and not sharing who he was to you right? personally. And now you've shared him with me, and so then I get to know him a little bit. And, you know, now the listeners do too. So think of how many people you're sharing your buddy with. Right. So I'm sure that, I'm sure that they would like to hear stories, you know, and I would too because just like you talked about, you're pretty certain that that was your dad that day. You know, I'm pretty certain that in those moments, your buddy's probably there, too. Yeah. You know? And what would he say about you sharing on the podcast? Oh, he'd he'd been here right with me. Yeah. I mean. And uh, we would have to watch Days of Thunder. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Because, you know, you really do look like Robert Duvall. (laughs) Like, I have those holy shit moments where I'm like, Days of Thunder right now. You describe in a race. Yep. That's you. Go fast, turn right. <laughs> My all-time favorite is always revving his racing. Yep. And um, taking the door. Oh yeah. Was... I I absolutely love to watch the races. I love demolition derby. My right. ex and I used to. And we did talk that. about that, you know. And and I, I said to you, you know, it's been such a long time since I've been actually since he passed away, which is. Maybe 10, 12 years. Gosh. But I haven't been out to that dirt track racing or anything. Yeah. But if I'm remembering right, I think I took Emily and Olivia, and I believe it was Karen. I think we went out to the Demolition Derby out in Highland one year. Yeah. yeah. But you didn't go back. Nope. So it must not have felt real comfortable for you. No, not really. You know, you could. You try to do the same things that you've always done to move on with your life, and you realize that that was something shared between you and that other person. Right. Yeah, it's tough. Even if your family was there with y'all every single time, it's different because that was y'all's thing that you shared with the family, but y'all primarily shared it with each other. Right. And um, 
I have not been to a race since my divorce in 2001. So that's how long it's been for me. I propose that you and I start working on growth towards maybe being able to expose ourselves to those triggers again. So we can work on that this summer and see if maybe we can go, at least you could show me where it is. Right. You know, that would be cool. Yep. Maybe that'll be a GoPro, GoJo moment. Yep. I can I can still remember I can take you when when we were in the pits and stuff working on the cars and we would go up and watch the races. I can still remember the same spot where me and Tim used to stand at all the time. How do you think it'll feel seeing it again? If you just picture it in your head. Well, that's going to be sad. It's devastating. So how about now if you picture yourself standing there and holding his hand still or standing there, you know, um, arm around each other celebrating, you know, victory or just standing there with your thumbs up your butts. If you picture that when you're standing there, will it feel like he's there? Oh, yeah. Oh, I'm sure. <clears throat> I'm sure that, you know, if I ever get down and just stand there, I'm sure he's there somewhere. And you know what, that is, just like I said before, if you choose to believe that, that's the truth. Right. And so you actually manifest his energy there. And some people can see it and some people can't. It depends on how sensitive you are. You know, I asked you earlier if there was anything that really evoked kind of that feeling whenever I shared with you my good news about finding family. You know, was there anything that that you just impulsively do or something like that when you're overwhelmed with emotion do you ever cry do you scream out do you if i don't know i guess when you went when you win the race do you sit there and think oh i won or do you immediately go full throttle yes i won high fives yeah we were all, we were always full throttle yeah we were always constantly going doing something working on something and that means that you were you know or you are sensitive you know people who can do that who can appreciate those things mm -hmm. they're sensitive and it's not a bad thing being sensitive is actually a good thing because it means you can have compassion and you can have empathy and all those wonderful things yeah it's when you can't that you have to wonder why is that person not sensitive right and that's just like when i go down the farm or something like that cause that's where we used to work on the race cars and stuff and we got a big big concrete pad down there you know and that's where we did all the work and stuff that's but enormous i mean all i mean if you didn't work fridays you know all day friday night saturday sunday you know that's where we were at day in day out you know i could still sit down there you know and smell the gas you know i could just see where that race car would be standing at and yeah sitting at same thing sitting standing right. they do what they want the race cars right I can identify with that. I understand. And it would be very similar to, um, well, it is similar to whenever you're not here and I'm recording. It's weird. I look over there and it's like, it's empty. Joe should be here. <laughs> and um, But I can. I can close my eyes and I can picture you there if I have to, even though you're still alive, you know. Because everything that we do, everything that we touch, everything that we affect, we leave our imprint on. You know that, right? I'm good. I got a fart. Oh, yeah. I fart all the time. But you get what I mean. Farts we, <laughs> we leave our imprint on whatever we have. Mario will forever be changed for me. Why is that? 
because it's your obsession. So I will forever equate I Mario ain't with obsessed Joe. with Mario. I just make him sound like a little kid. Oh, you are a little kid, <laughs> but that's what I love about you because I'm a kid too. I'm a kid. I'm a Toys R Us kid. I'm obsessed with a lot of stuff. We never grow up. I try not to, but you know we have to. Like, do you know it's it's a pre prerequisite to death to grow up? You can't die until you're grown. Well, I got a long way to go then. Yeah, and you know I say die. You can't actually die spiritual death until you're grown, like one hundred percent grown. That means you know everything. Do you think that's possible to know everything? No. no unless you're either. a smart man, and I'm not a smart man. Exactly. So we're never going to die. That's what I'm trying to say. So as right. long as we just don't know anything, we can just keep coming back and stirring up the pot. So we just keep playing dumb. <laughs> it is not hard for some <laughs> of us, is it? Nope. I'm a pretty good actor. I got that one underneath my belt. I really like this sign. And I didn't even tell people what the sign was. You gave me a sign that says, Warning, no stupid people be on this point. And um, what's the difference between ignorance, stupidity, um, dumb? What What's the difference between all those words for you? What does stupid mean for you? Nothing really. It's just a word. <laughs> it's just a word. <laughs> it's just a word. It's just a word. I mean, it doesn't... It's just a saying. I mean, I don't know. What's me, your expertise on that? Well, let's see. To me, stupid is as stupid does. And All right, that, it, well, it, it really is that way. <coughs> uh, you can act foolish and uh, be called stupid. Um, if you're ignorant, though, ignorant is a different kind of thing. Ignorant, for me, is willful defiance. You're deciding not to educate yourself. That's ignorance. So that's why ignorance is bliss. If you decide never to educate yourself on something, you can just deny forever that it doesn't exist. That's why ignorance to me is far worse than stupidity. Stupidity to me is fleeting. That means you can do something stupid, but it doesn't mean that you are stupid. You know, you can be foolish, Stupidity to me is equi equivalent to foolish behavior. So I like that. No stupid people. No f no, no tomfoolery. No, none of that crap. But derogatory stupid, that's the worst kind of thing. And that's when I think that you're ignorant. If I ever call you ignorant... I'll take it as a compliment. <laughs> you would. <laughs> but it's usually, it, it's usually said like you're an ignorant fool. That's double bad. That's being stupid and ignorant hmm so what do you think the difference is then I gave you my difference just like how you would say it. so just like that just like that that's because I'm super smart I can tell what are you super smart in Joe what can you do better than anyone else everyone has one thing now's your chance to brag uh, I don't need to brag. I'm just myself. I'm just regular Joe. I don't need to brag about nothing. <laughs> regular Joe, I'm sure, has something that he does really well. Anything I do is good. Uh-uh. You need to quit. <laughs> that <laughs> that head's going to take up the whole room. Um, like, like Beth, I think, is a super good cook. Like, I think that her 
skill set. Her natural born ability is putting together flavors and take you to Flavor Town. What is your natural ability to do something? Just engineering? I think you're really good at rigging stuff. Hmm. Rigging. Yeah. I don't rig stuff. I make stuff. It's the same thing to me. Rigging and making is the same thing. Yeah. Creating. Yeah. Creativity probably is my strongest point. Working with my hands. Yeah. Engineering. Do you ever come up with ideas on your own? Are you an inventor? Oh, yeah. That's how I did your coasters. I think they're super cool. I'm so excited that they're mine. You know, all, you have, all that is is just a whole saw bit and character circles and... It's, see, it's funny that you think that, like, the something easy, you know, you'll say, oh, all you do is this, all you do is that. But for me, this is actually you thinking, oh, that would be a good idea. I like that. I enjoy that. And because I know you enjoy it, it makes it, like, twice as nice for me. Well, do you get what I mean? It. And also, if you get out of line... Yeah, there you go. Just chuck that shit at you. Yeah, That's we can go outside and play hockey now. <laughs> <laughs> Grab the hockey sticks. I like it when you come on the show, Joe. We don't spend enough time together. Well, this is long enough. Oh, no. I'm usually busy, and so are you. You have a life outside of me. I don't like that you do, but you do. I don't really... You do too. You have a wife and children. Well, right, but if Karen's at work or something like that and there ain't nothing going on, I'm just sitting around playing video games. And talking to Kristen. Talking to Kristen. Uh, that's every day. But you do play video games, and that's cool. What's the What's the game you've been playing lately? Red Dead Redemption. I don't know what that is. I'm such it's a like loser. A, it's like a western... Wow. Never mind. Yeah. That doesn't sound fun. Oh, it's fun. I play Minesweeper. I heard that. I never played it, but I heard of it. Minesweeper is where you have to guess where the landmines are. Oh. So you just clear the board. You have to flag all the landmines and not step on one or it blows them all up. It gives you a number, and that tells you how many mines are around. And so you have to figure out. You have to logic your way out. Interesting. <laughs> you would not like that, would you? <laughs> you would not. No, I would try it. Would you? It's sort of like Sudoku, in a way. Uh, you have to think about stuff. I noticed. I don't like to. I don't like to think about it too long. It hurts my brain. I noticed that you're not wearing any Florida Gators gear, and I appreciate that. Well, I was going to, but I was going to wear my other shoes, but I think my feet got fat. Oh my God! Let me see what shoes are you wearing. I'm wearing my pretty white ones. Oh my God! You with the white shoes? And my white hat. <sighs> you're such a preppy ass. You're a suburbanite. <laughs> Here we go again. Wow. What was that term you used last? I have to watch the podcast. Oh, metro. You're metrosexual. Yeah, that's it. Google it. I'm metrosexual. A I'm telling you, and there's no shame in that. There's no shame in anything you're doing except I keep for. Keep on hearing all these new terms. I'm about to Google it because you got. First oh, time I you heard should of, not. Should, first time I heard of pansexual, which I thought, hell, people having sex with pans. pans. Yeah, lots of people think Now that. what, metrosexual, I'm having sex with cars? <laughs> get on that, oh, man. Get no. on that 18-wheel and shift them gears, baby. Wow. Yeah, that show My Strange Addiction covered that. Oh. Um, but, you know, to each their own, I am a little bit judgy when it comes to certain things just because we all are. And so I can honestly say for me, it's a little off to be affectionate with your car. 
I love my car, but that's as I far as it that goes. much. No, I barely love people that much. Of course, rubber tires, that could be fun. Hey, you know what I just realized? Well, see, rubber tires, you can put your mouth on it, you can blow it, and you suck it. You can, yeah, that, whatever. Yeah. Whatever floats your boat, yeah. but it's filthy. So let's just remember that. It's filthy. That's the big picture here, <laughs> filthy. Um, crap, what was I going to say? I don't know. Way to go, Joe. I got you excited thinking about the tires. The rubber, yeah. The it rubber. was like The rubber meets the road. It does. I don't remember what I was going to say now, but it was going to be something. Probably not very interesting, but there was something to it. I think I'm done. I'm done talking. Are you done talking? I don't know. Are do, you? We, do we have anything else to talk about? Uh, not really. You know, we got the Facebook page going, and you're going to try and get the links over there so we can get our subscribers over there. Yeah, we got to get the subscribers. Because there's going to be interesting stuff coming up. There is. And I haven't told anybody yet. Do you want to tell people now? We are going to start doing a drawing because it's summertime, which we thought Some of summertime. summertime. What we could do for summertime. Everybody likes ice cream. Yes. So, my idea was that I was going to go get um, five, uh, $20 worth of $5 MasterCards, then we were going to have a weekly drawing for our, for our subscribers to the podcast. Yes, I like that idea because we want local people, you know, to be able to come take advantage, but gift cards we can send. And Correct. We, we can also, though, look into before you go get them, we can get the digital ones to where then it can be instant. Right. So if we purchase the digital ones, we can instantly email them the stuff. That would work too. But anyway, then on the MasterCards, you can't get the MasterCards. It has to be more than $20 or more for them. Oh, for yeah. So what I did was I got $5.20 20, $20 gift certificates to Walmart. Ooh, that's a good one too. So then you can just go out and buy your own ice cream at Walmart and pick out what you want. There you go, with all the toppings and everything. Yeah, whatever you want. Then at the last drawing, there's going to be one special drawing, and that's going to be a $10 gift certificate for Nintendo eShop. So if you have any friends out there, or Sons, daughters, brothers, yeah. sisters, cousins, whatever. That's going to be the last drawing of the big hurrah. Yeah, that is so cool. That's going to be great, Joe. Wow. Yep. Even better idea now that I hear it, like, fully. Yep. So we're going to get that rolling up and let you know when the drawing is. But we got to get all the subscribers over to the Facebook page because that's where the drawing is going to be at. And yeah, so we want this thing to work and we want as many people participating as possible. Correct. So, yeah, we're going to, that's, it's going to be great. It's going to be great. Give something back and guys can go enjoy something a little bit from the Guru and regular Joe. Yes, because regular Joe knows a lot of stuff that Guru Brando don't know. And primarily, you know the community. And that is where I really have to thank you because you and Kristen are setting up the page and y'all know media, social media, and y'all know the community. So That is Kristen. That is a big... Thanks to Kristen, the goat herder, for all your help today. We got the Facebook page up and rolling. So all we got to do is be able to get everybody linked over, subscribe, yeah. share. 
Let's have some fun with this. I really hope that y'all don't count on me to do any of it because I'm a real loser with social media. But you guys, all you listeners, all you viewers, you have to look at positively entertaining conversations as a group, right? As it's a, a group. group on Facebook. And we're going to try to get the link out to everybody. And if you are not subscribed right now to our YouTube channel or our Facebook page, do it. Or so you're you, going to miss out on the drawings. Yeah, so you can get in on the swag that Joe is proposing here. I like the swag. And we'll have other things coming up. Stay tuned. Ooh, we can even have um, uh, drawings for uh, candid moments with us. Maybe we can take somebody to lunch. Oh, boy. Oh, yeah. Like, I don't know what the COVID rules are, but I'd like to start incorporating yeah, stuff like that. I think that. you better... Yeah, I like but that idea, but... I want to get some hermits out. You know what I'm saying? Right. I want to try and get some hermits out. People who would not otherwise feel comfortable, but they somehow want to talk to us. We could go visit them, maybe. All right, invite them to the podcast. Yeah, well, it depends. If they're too uh, uh, introverted, they might not come. That's what the GoPro. We'll for. work on something. We will. Get, we will. Because, because we got to do something. We're going to. We got to get out more. Yep. So we're going to do that, Joe. Thank you for being on the show. Tell them. Thank you. That's not even how you do it, Joe. That's the way I do it because I am. Thank you. Who's on the phone, Joe? Oh my God, is it Kristen? Maybe. Kristen? Hey, Brando. <laughs> hey, Kristen. I was just about to uh, tell Joe to mute his phone because I'm doing that too. Try to mute it. All right, let me holler at you later. All right, don't have too much fun, Brando. Oh yeah, always do. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Good, I caught that. I caught that on camera. <laughs>